Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is October 19, 2019. And right now, it's uh, late at night, and it's uh, exactly 3.33 a.m. <laughs> yeah, what am I doing up at this time? So I went out with my friend, and we went out for coffee. So I actually drank two um two cups of coffee and I think that kind of woke me up a bit so I'm not sleepy whatsoever and um I am in pain so that's like an additional thing that isn't letting me go to sleep all right so it's definitely been a very long time and um I thought it was about time that I got back on it and uh kind of share what's been going on And so one of the things that happened, which is the reason why I stopped um, podcasting, was because I actually started to get really depressed and then started to get very, uh, uh, very suicidal, a lot of suicidal ideation. And it all started with a nightmare. I actually apologize if you hear like the outside noises because I have um, the sliding doors open so my boyfriend won't be so hot um but anyway I apologize for that so it all started with a nightmare and the nightmare was from my childhood and what it was specifically about was about my um physical abuse that happened in my childhood and the way that it happened was I I was dreaming the nightmare and then all of a sudden like I woke up completely and I just felt like the same emotions and feelings that I felt when I was being hit. Um, It wasn't the nicest thing to relive again and so it caused my depression to... uh, get a little worse and the whole suicidal ideation just kind of tagged along with that so that was mostly the cause of why I had not podcasted I was just like trying to find I don't know I just couldn't podcast I I didn't feel like sharing my feelings or anything like that I just kind of was basically hiding in my apartment didn't want to go to work or anything like that Um, so I've been taking a lot of, uh, leave without pay. And so I guess that kind of leads me to talking about what else happened. (laughs) So due to the fact that I hadn't gone to work for a while, I mean, I had been in and out, but primarily I was out most for the most part. So, um, the new news is that I'll be moving in with my mom and my sister. Um, I can no longer afford my apartment. And that is due to the fact that I, I've been on leave without pay. Um, so I'm moving out of my apartment and going to live with them. Um, the positive thing about this is that I'll be able to save money and... I'll have two people that will hopefully 
wake me up in the mornings and motivate me to go to work. Because here in my apartment, every morning when I don't feel well, I'm like, I, look, I, I hear my alarm and I turn it off and I just think, I don't feel good. Maybe today's not a good day to go to work. And so I just, I just lay there and call my supervisor and always leave him a voicemail. And um, I just stay at home. I don't do anything. I just rest. So that's what's going on. I'll be moving out. Um, I'm trying to see the good things about it because as far as looking at the negative things, it won't make me feel any better. (laughs) I mean, there are things I'm kind of like thinking about like, oh, how are we going to get along? Um... How am I gonna have my stuff there because they they're already there and they have their own things and they're technically they technically have to make room for me and then it's like how much room is there for me and uh, it's a very small house so it's not like I'm gonna have plenty of room for my stuff. In fact, I feel like I can just take my luggage bags, fill them with my clothes. And then like a side bag, almost like I'm going, (laughs) almost like I'm taking a flight and taking my personal bag um, and my luggage bags. Um, Honestly, I think that's what's going to happen. I'm only going to have that and then I'll have to go through boxes and just get rid of things. And there are a few things here that I haven't gotten rid of and I need to get rid of them. It's uh, my my dining room table with chairs. I need to uh, get rid of the um, bookshelves I have in the living room. I need to get rid of that couch. And so I put these things in OfferUp, which is an app where you sell things. And so, like, I'm not getting any hits. So I'm like, oh, come on, people, like, take these like at some point I'm just gonna put them for free (laughs) or for a dollar um so they can just take them away and uh one of the things that I noticed from my uh from my lease is that the refrigerator is mine even though I did not bring it in here so the person that was previously here left the fridge and so now I I think I can leave it but I kind of would like to sell it just to, uh, I don't know, just to make some money and save it. Um, okay, so I kind of lost track of what I was talking about, which has been happening all day today. Um, all right, so all of last week, I won't, for the past month, actually, I've only worked 18 hours. So there was no way in hell I was going to afford my my um my rent amount. So yeah, so that was that's what's been going on. I've been stressing about it. I've been thinking about it so much. And at this point, I don't know, like I kind of just want to move out and that's it. Like I don't want to have any days in between where I have to get rid of stuff. It's like just um I guess I don't want to go through the, aww, 
because I'm just going to cry. Like, you know, I feel it's like, here's my independence. Now it's going to go away. Um, and it kind of angers me because um, it's like all due to my fibro. If it wasn't for my fibro, I'd be at work. I mean, maybe not because of my depression, but for the most part, if it wasn't for my fibro, I'd, I'd definitely be going and uh, being there every day or almost every day if my depression was a little bad. But I just feel like fibro is the main cause for my, uh, for my situation now. It's like, when is it going to leave me alone? When is it going to let me, like, let me, uh, let me have positive things in life, I guess. I mean, there are positive things, but it almost seems like they're not there when you have to move back home. And you hardly have any space for your stuff, so you have to sell everything. So it's kind of depressing at the same time. Alright, so talking about fibro, um, I'm changing from Cymbalta to Lyrica, and um, I've been tapering off the Cymbalta, and uh, my doctor said that I might get some brain zaps and nausea and some other things, but um, I think I got the nausea thing going on, but not as severely as I thought it would. Um, I just lost my train of thought again. I have a feeling it's for due to the tapering off the medication. Um, so yeah, I'm tapering off the medication of Cymbalta. And right now I'm I went from 90 to 60 and then from 60 to 30. So right now I'm taking 30 milligrams and I'll be taking that until Tuesday. And then Wednesday I'll be able to start Lyrica. And uh, it's interesting how how I felt or I've been feeling, what, I mean, when I'm tapering off because... I mean, when you're taking it, you're like, oh, I feel crappy. I, you know, you're just like, this crap isn't working anymore. <laughs> I mean, you just think that because you don't feel well. And so you're like, this isn't helping. But then I noticed that when I started tapering down, it's like, whoa, you know, the pain really hit me and the fatigue and the, I think the worst part was the fatigue. And I mean, I'm still going through it, but I think it's the worst part. I'm just like tired. And uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to uh, taking Lyrica so I can get better. Or at least hopefully it works. Um, I've been hearing good things about it. I've been reading good things about it. And my boyfriend's dad um, takes it and he highly recommends it. So I'm um, hoping it's a positive thing. And uh, I don't know, at this point, like, I just want to try something different. Even though 
I realize now that the Samalta was actually helping in, um, in a way. I mean, now that I'm tapering off, I can tell that it was doing something. So, um, I guess based on that, um, don't think that they're not working, even though you've been taking them for a while. They're actually working, the medication. Um, and so, I mean, just with this, I'm like realizing very much that it would be really bad if I wasn't on anything. Um, just because I'm more sensitive to things right now. And uh, the cold weather is kind of creeping up. And so my aches and pains get worse. All right, so um, I have a couple of things down that I wrote. Oh, yeah. So I already talked about my nightmare in hell that led to my suicidal ideation. And then moving home, that's another big thing. Um, and another big thing that I did was talk to my supervisor. And... I talked to him about my situation with my fibromyalgia because I was, you know, I, I was absent for, for, um, a lot of the time for the past month. And so, uh, we had a talk and I told him, you know, I, this isn't something I want to do. I'm like, because I like this section. I'm like, but if you think that there's another section that's more suitable for me, um, you know, to let me know. And the reason why I'm, I decided to do that was because one of my friends told me, like, maybe you need to move to a different section that doesn't have so many fast turnaround deadlines or, you know, a place where your absence for one or two days isn't gonna, um, hold a project or anything like that. And so, I kind of thought about it, and I was like, well, maybe maybe they'll find a, a better place for me. But um, we had our second discussion um, two days ago, and uh, my supervisor did not, like, look into, like, different positions yet. But he did mention, like, hey, maybe, you know, this is where you're supposed to be. It's just that you need to come into work. Um, more often, and so I, I kind of appreciated that he said that because I didn't feel like I didn't feel the way I thought I was gonna feel where um, where they kind of want to get rid of me. Um, that was the thought that I had that maybe they were gonna just quickly jump and just recommend a place and like get rid of me. But um, thankfully, uh, my supervisor isn't isn't that way. So that was good. Um, it was, um, I think it was something I had to do and it made me feel a lot better when I did. Um, I just kind of wanted to let them know like, Hey, like, you know, I understand you guys have deadlines. Maybe I don't belong here. Like maybe there's another place for me. Um, so, so that's what happened. Um, I was, I'm so proud of myself because I went this whole week to work, but, um, the reason I think 
that happened was because Monday was a holiday for us and I only had four days of work and I kind of feel like four days is like my max um so also what I discussed with my supervisor was um possibly um working part-time um and that that being um uh oh gosh I can't think right now so working part-time where I would take a day off um and that would be uh Friday or Monday and so um we talked about that and I started um, looking into the part-time um, part-time things uh, that uh, happen uh, if you change from permanent to well you are still permanent but change from full-time to ha- um, to half time and one of the things that I was reading about was that you your leave your paid leave you end up getting one hour every 20 hours that you work. So that I would think, let me see, two, four, six. So I would get three, basically three hours um, for maybe 60, 60 hours um, if I worked 60 hours. So that for me is a little bit compared to the six that I typically get. So I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe it is what it's supposed to be based on working shorter hours as opposed to the 80 where it's actually six and I don't know. Anyway, but I found out that I would have to pay uh, uh, more for my insurance, for my health insurance. And uh, my work would only pay half of what they currently do. So I think I'd end up paying because currently I pay like 112 or something like that um, dollars for health insurance. And then um, my work pays about 230 or something like that. And so if I'm going based on that, I'm thinking that I'll have to be paying like 200 or so for health insurance. And then working shorter hours, I mean, I'd still have to put in for my retirement. Um, so it would kind of add up and I'd be left with a little bit of money, but, um, yeah, it's something I'm still thinking about, um, either doing part-time or, uh, or actually doing the uh, FMLA. I forget what it stands for. <laughs> I think it's family medical leave act or something like that I think that's what it is so with the FMLA I'm able to get my doctor to basically say like she needs every Friday off or um, she needs to work up to this amount of hours and you'd still be on 80 hours but they don't you know it's it's not you're not part-time so you end up getting like um, your regular, um, just, I mean, amount of hours that you worked, but you'd still get, um, your hours from, uh, almost like working 80 hours. So, um, in that perspective, uh, it's a little better because you're not changing a part-time. 
So, I don't know. I have yet to... I have yet to um, figure out what I'm going to do. Um, I really don't want to do part-time. But it's very tempting. Um, but I also do want to, you know, keep working full-time. I want to be able to make it work every day. <sighs> I'm sorry if I sound very depressing, but I'm trying not to be loud. My boyfriend is sleeping, but... Um, I don't know. I'm just like literally just thinking about everything right now. Like work, my moving into my parents' house. Well, my mom's house because my mom and dad got a divorce. So uh, I think they just signed that a month ago. So uh, I think he's gone. <laughs> and... Uh, just been thinking about that, um, just thinking about, um, how it's gonna be at my mom's house, I don't know, I'm just stressing about it, I'm stressing about how I'm gonna get this stupid table and chairs out of here, if no one wants it, um, I mean, if anything, I kind of want someone to come and get it because it's so heavy. And so it would make things a lot easier for Chris and I. And uh, it we wouldn't have to bother with it. Um, so uh, hopefully someone wants it. I, I think if it does, if I don't get any offers um, soon, I'm probably just going to put it up for free. Um, in Craigslist, um, and an offer up for a dollar, <laughs> so we'll see, um, so, uh, I don't know, what else am I gonna, I'm looking at my notes, I, oh, yeah, so, this week that I went to work, um, every day, I noticed that because I wasn't feeling well, I used my walker. And there are times when I don't necessarily need it. Um, but I kind of do at the same time. So like, I know you all know that mornings are the worst. And so in the morning, I, I get to work and I, I know I need the walker and I can't carry my stuff. So I use the walker to carry my purse and my laptop. And then midday, I'm less stiff, less in pain. Um, so I kind of don't use it while I'm walking at work, walking around the office. But um, toward the end of the day when I'm going home, it's like tired again. So it's like, you know, when I go in and when I go out, I use it. Um, but one thing I wanted to mention, and I think I have mentioned this before, is that when in the mornings, when, let's say, because I know one time my boyfriend took the walker out of my car and he put it in my apartment. And I remember going to work and I was like, I opened the trunk and I was like, oh no, like I don't have my walker. And I felt so crappy. 
And the way that that worked out was I just ended up walking so slowly um, um, in the lobby and then getting the elevator. But I noticed that, you know, I can't, because I'm so stiff and in pain, I just walk slowly. But man, people can be really rude. It's like, you know, I'm walking to like to the area of where the elevators are and I'm going slowly and then there are these people like just like rushing in front of me and they end up getting the elevator and well the elevator opens up and they just go in quickly and I'm like still walking so slow and they look out and they're like oh she's taking too long so they they just close the elevator and go I'm like, seriously, like, you can't wait for someone. But then I realized I'm not holding anything that would make me look like I'm disabled. And so every time I take my walker, it's so much different. It's like I'm walking toward the elevator and there are people already there and they see me going, you know, slowly. And they actually wait until I make it to the elevator And I think that's so sweet, but what angers me is that people need to see that to understand. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to have in my, on my forehead, like fibro, you know? Um, and I think that's one of the things that really suck with us because we look normal and we look like we're not in pain. So it's like, hmm, but, um, All right, well, that's all I got for today. Um, Hope you guys are feeling well, and I'll keep you guys updated as to how it's going um, next time. All right, you guys have a good night, or morning actually, wherever you are. Um, And uh, always remember that you can email me at life wfibro at gmail.com that's l-i-f-e-w-f-i-b-r-o at gmail.com and um, I would like to hear from you alright bye bye